0: This is the podcast.
1: We are Carrie and Zach.
0: Together we are Bigger Life Adventures.
1: We're a husband-wife team. We travel, we're entrepreneurs, and we're trying to live life mindfully, unconventionally, and in a way that makes a difference.
0: We're going to do it all sober, and we believe the revolution this world needs is in each and every one of us.
1: Yeah, cool. Happy... December
0: 30th 30th uh, almost to the end of the year 2018 was a roller coaster
1: I am not exactly sad to see 2018 go it was a bit of a rough ride but it had a lot of growth for us so that was good
0: I mean I'm leaving the year feeling like abundant and like everything's going in the right direction
1: oh yeah me too So that is really great. But But. at times throughout the year, I did not feel that way, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, which times?
1: Oh, moving back in with your parents that time. Yeah. Didn't feel super great. Didn't feel like what I wanted or what I had forecasted for my life.
0: You felt like that was losing.
1: I felt like I was regressing.
0: Well, I didn't really care.
1: Yeah. And then I blamed you for it a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could probably do a whole nother episode on finances and decisions and money mindset and all of that stuff. But we've just been learning a lot of lessons about all of those things this year. That's for sure.
0: But, I mean... <laughs>
1: Sometimes painful lessons.
0: Things just go the way only way they can and the only way they ever would.
1: Right. And I feel like literally in just the past week... Everything has started coming together as far as us finding a community here and starting to make friends and starting to feel like we belong and I'm actually starting to enjoy like the snow and the snowboarding and the mountains and stuff a little bit. So
0: our finances are coming back together. Yeah.
1: Like money's coming in, friends are being made. I knew we would get to this point. It was just like a really painful month or so before it happened. Yeah. And part of that was due to my attitude, of course. So December was rough, but I'm going into 2019 strong and happy.
0: I mean, 2019 is going to be about flow, right?
1: For me, yeah. I would say I want 2019. I want my keywords to be ease and flow.
0: If you're fighting against the wave of life... It's just going to make everything that much harder.
1: And if you're trying to, like, manipulate everything and rush things and get everything to happen super fast, instead of just trusting the universe that everything you need is flowing to you, then you just make your life harder.
0: It's like by by July 15th, we need to have this business, to, like, making at least this much money every month. No.
1: Well, we have set goals like that in the past. So are yeah. you saying that you
0: don't... I don't want to do that anymore I want to be more like looser goals, more like not putting so strict deadlines on ourselves, on like everything to fall in place at the perfect moment, you know?
1: Right. Well, I think it's a combination of things. Like I think having concrete goals can be good as long as you allow yourself to feel happiness along the way to that goal. And don't beat yourself up if it doesn't happen. And I read something just this morning, I think, on Instagram. That was like, the goal should be happiness. And when you're focusing on the feeling, on having happiness and having joy in your life, then all of those things that you want that are bringing you to those feelings are going to naturally flow in. Right. But if you make, like, the things the goal like the bank account or the job or the, you know, products that you want to buy, if you make those your goal, then that starts to feel more stressful and less easeful. That
0: makes complete sense there. Yeah. So do we have any goals for the start of the year or is our goal just to ease and flow?
1: Well, I think my goal is to have ease and flow in everything I'm doing. And to not force anything and not put unnecessary pressure on myself to, like, work like a maniac, which I have done in the past. So ease and flow, no more being a workaholic, and community, I would say, is my other big goal. I want to really have a community on the ground in Arizona since this is where we're staying for a little while and it's starting to happen so that's really
0: good yeah so uh you guys know we don't drink anymore so like what are we gonna do on new year's eve when we're not at a big party what, what did we do last year
1: well last year you weren't drinking if i recall uh-huh. correctly Yeah. because it was it wasn't your last attempt at not drinking you did drink again after new year's last year but If I recall correctly, it was after your big Christmas, Christmas Eve, marathon day. Yeah. So you had sworn off, (laughs) and that lasted lasted through New Year's, all the way
0: through my birthday, I think.
1: Did it? It lasted for like over a month. I
0: only had one beer on my birthday. That was my first one in a long time.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. So what did we do? Do you remember?
0: Yeah, we went to the uh, temple and we did the chanting the temple
1: this was in bangkok thailand where we were living at this time last year and there's this really cool buddhist tradition of going to the temple and chanting with the monks to like bring in prosperity and spirituality and just have a more like mindful start to your new year and this is like an old Buddhist tradition, but there's a resurgence happening in Thailand where a lot of the younger generations, instead of going out and partying and getting drunk, are choosing to actually go to the temple with their families.
0: It's a lot of weirdness because it's, Thai New Year's is not even on the same day, so they're taking the Western New Year's and renouncing the Western party way, but adapting it into the Buddhist tradition. Well, this would yeah. have been on a completely different month.
1: Well, they do celebrate New Year's twice, basically. They celebrate three times. December 31st and... Oh, yeah, and they also celebrate Chinese New Year, a lot of people, and which is in February. Thai actually. people
0: like to party, so...
1: <laughs> and then they also celebrate Thai New Year, which and is they in like April. days <laughs> off also. Right, so we actually did have three new year's celebrations during the time we lived in yeah. thailand in december in March no in december in february and in april april yeah actually we weren't there in february so we didn't celebrate chinese new year no, but i, I know that like everybody else there, did
0: all of our friends were there yeah <laughs> but anyhow yeah you go you you chance they say the same chance over and over it was in thai so they were just like just let's uh, listen they said
1: yeah, and we went to a very local temple, so we were the only white people there, of course. And they offered us like a, ch- a paper with the chants on it, but they were written in Thai, so of course that was useless to us.
0: Yeah, so but then,
1: everyone kept smiling at us and like welcoming us, like they were super glad that we went. They're happy we were there. Yeah
0: yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's hard to sit there and chant all the way through midnight. Like, we started falling asleep, and we we're like, we need to leave before we pass out on the floor. <laughs> but after midnight, everybody goes, and they walk around the temple and continue chanting, and all, and just do laps around the temple mm-hmm. until, I guess, they're probably tired or something.
1: It would be really cool if we understood the chants. So, yeah. maybe s- next time, Or maybe someday. we do our own version. Yeah, we could. But anyway tomorrow tomorrow we are going to a sound healing ceremony at a yoga studio yeah like a gong bath and that should be cool it's at 6 30 so maybe we can go to that and then come home and okay, go we, to bed before no, midnight we, or we could watch
0: <laughs> the pine cone drop and flag we
1: could watch the pine cone drop we've never done that have we i don't know if i want to oh it's gonna be so cold it's
0: gonna be a madhouse too. Yeah. It's like the only town within a long way, so everybody that wants to do anything will be there. It's probably a good place to get hit by a drunk driver.
1: Right, it's like instead of the ball drop in New York City, Flagstaff has a giant pine cone on like the second story. It's been set up there
0: for months, they're so waiting for it.
1: I don't know, it just seems like to watch that we have to sit at a bar with a bunch of crazy drunk people or stand outside and it's going to be like zero degrees.
0: So I don't know about yeah. that. I think after the I garden might, bath, I'm just going to feel super mellow yeah. and not want to deal with all those people.
1: I might vote for coming home and going to bed nice and early. Like well, we got to stay true, up until midnight. I don't know. I never stay up till midnight these days.
0: And New Year's, you do.
1: I'm a morning person. I don't like staying up late. But we'll see. So that'll be our fun New Year's Eve party. Yeah. What it okay, yeah. So, uh, so it's going. my third New Year's Eve sober, wow. I think. It's a lot. I don't remember like I
0: don't past remember last year. Any New Year's.
1: <laughs> I have a history of having lame New Year's though. I would always say that, even before I actually I don't think it's true anymore. I think since I've gotten sober I've had cool experiences. But when I was drinking I would always say, Oh, my New Year's are always lame for some reason. New but... Year's
0: is always a weird night. Yeah. It's cause either people are like feeling kind of emotional. Right. Plus drinking a lot. Like for a long time and maybe more than normal. And everybody's like wants to like make a friend or something for that New Year's kiss. Mm-hmm. It's like pressure and emotions and Christmas just got over and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's always a weird night. Yeah. Then you're always trying to spend it like, oh, I want to spend it with my closest friends. Right. And then just ends up being weird.
1: Yeah. Like which of your closest friends are you going (laughs) to (laughs) kiss? I remember like that dilemma happening a few times at college parties. I mean, not at college parties, because I would always be home for winter break when I was in college. So I would always be doing something with my old friends from high school. So it's like your oldest, closest friends from high school.
0: This is awkward.
1: And we would always end up at like the lamest party for some reason. And then it would be like that awkward midnight kiss. Kind of drunk.
0: Looking around. Yeah. "Mm -hmm."
1: In Tanzania, I had a super drunk, crazy, fun New Year's. We were, like, camping at this lake, and we just got drunk and then ran into the lake naked <laughs> at midnight.
0: That's pretty good.
1: Tanzania. You're not really supposed to skinny dip there, but why not?
0: <laughs> why not? I'm <You're> drunk. <laughs> yeah.
1: Lake Malawi. Yeah. I ran into Lake Malawi.
0: Anyhow, New Year's resolution. Abundance attracting abundance. Ease and flow.
1: Right. Community. Well, how are you going to attract abundance? Because we talked more about ease and flow and community, but we didn't talk about abundance much.
0: Well, uh, by being abundant, you attract more abundance. That's just how it naturally works. Like, you're in line with how the world is.
1: So you're talking about the law of attraction, right? talking
0: about the law of attraction.
1: Which we really just started believing in, like, this year.
0: So, I mean, if you feel like, oh, nothing good happens to me everything is going wrong, I'm poor, then, like, that's the the vibration you have in your body, and that's what you're going to align with. Like, as you walk through life, as you follow these waves... a low
1: vibration. ...through
0: your life, you're going to follow this low vibration and, and just, like, hit more low vibrations. If you feel like, oh, I am super rich, I feel abundant and grateful, and it's like... Then you're just gonna walk on this high vibration wave and uh, attract everything. That's like more abundance, which will make you more grateful. And yeah, it's just like that ease and flow thing. <sighs> Law of attraction.
1: But you still have to work hard.
0: Yeah, but you you just can't like sit around like some people do and just like pray for million dollars in the lottery. Right. And spend all your money on the lottery and just keep <laughs> praying that you're gonna win as you sit at home and just like waste your life away washing wheel of fortune right (laughs) you know yeah you got to get up and work for it because hard work pays off
1: yeah but you also have to approach that work with a happy joyful abundant attitude yeah
0: you have to be grateful for the work right grateful for like the health the physical conditions where you can do the work and like Mm -hmm. that the work was presented to you so you could make money so you could become more abundant feel more grateful it's just like the wheel
1: one thing that I really tried to work on in probably like the last half of 2018 was just my attitude towards work and like I said before I can be kind of a workaholic so I'm trying to work on that and say no to more things but for the projects that I do take on, I really try to consciously have, like, a joyful, grateful attitude about everything I was doing. Which I feel like is kind of a opposite of what our mode of thinking towards work can be sometimes. Like, it's very natural, it's very normal to complain about work. And like grumble and I'm so busy, I don't want to do this, I'm not getting paid enough, blah, blah, blah. My
0: boss sucks. But I
1: realized literally everything I'm doing nowadays is a choice because I don't have a full-time employer. I teach yoga, I have my own retreat company, and I do a lot of freelance projects. So everything I take on for freelance is literally my choice. If I don't want to do it, I should have said no.
0: So basically your freelance projects are uh, um, doing social media for like burners. Yeah,
1: which is awesome.
0: And um, taking photographs of people in some of the most beautiful locations in the United States. Which
1: is also awesome. And writing articles about usually like travel or sobriety or recovery yeah. and stuff like that. So it's like, if I'm going to complain about this, why am I even doing it? And I heard somebody else say once, and I really took this to heart. When you find yourself in that negative mindset about a job or a task that you're doing, stop and ask yourself, what if this was easy? What if this was fun? Those questions seem kind of vague, I guess. But just by asking myself those questions when I get in a grumbly mood about something, I realize that it totally shifts my perspective because in my lucky circumstances of being completely freelance, everything I'm working on should be like easy and fun for me.
0: It's uh, it's taken a lot of work to get to that point. Right. But our lives are pretty good. Yeah. Ease and flow.
1: Ease and flow. So in the new year, I'm only... Taking on projects that allow me to continue in my mode of ease and flow.
0: Well, it's pretty e- better now for you since like, you have a pretty full freelance schedule. Right. You don't have a lot of extra space, so it's really easy to say no to something that doesn't align with a, your values or just don't feel like doing it. Right. I mean, that's taken you a long time to be able to say no to things. but I, I used think-
1: to say yes to everything. I learned an important lesson once when I shot a wedding on my 30th birthday for this bride who I knew was gonna be a total witch, and she totally was, and it was not worth it at all the whole way through. And after that, I was like, no more taking on projects that are with people that I can tell from the beginning I'm not gonna get Use along with. Is your intuition
0: a uh, 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 wedding on my birthday <laughs> with this lady who emails me 26 times a day?
1: And refuses to have, like, a helper name her family members for me for the family photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You say, here's your deposit back. Right. You crazy face.
1: Yeah, I should have.
0: I'm going to enjoy my birthday.
1: Anyway, I learned from that one. So, yeah, ease and flow and community and abundance. Abundance. That's what we're calling in for ourselves and what we're wishing for all of you yeah for 2019
0: so wrapping up don't forget about our joshua tree retreat if you want to hear more about that listen to episode one we talk about that for a long time i don't want to give you all those details again just know it's gonna be awesome check us out on the insta at bigger life adventures on the book also at Bigger Life Adventures mm-hmm. and www.BiggerLifeAdventures.com.
1: Yeah, all of those things. And we also have online meditation breathwork classes coming up January 7th. Yeah,
0: it's like an a online retreat. So every day you come on and do a Facebook Live with us and we uh, meditate together. Start our day off right.
1: Yeah, check that out. It's on the website. We on got their... a lot of other stuff
0: on the website too
1: adventures check out the adventures page for all of our
0: upcoming check stuff out all the pages right anyhow thanks for listening to episode two uh the next episode we're gonna have uh, uh, some guests on and i might not be a part of it but carrie and her friend i think you're gonna do it okay so it'll be more about sobriety and helping you with um your getting sober journey
1: Happy 2019. I feel like we should have those horns. (laughs) Okay,
0: goodbye. Podcast, cast, cast, cast.